In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. So what's new with you? Okay, are you meaning like new today, or are you meaning like new in life? Because actually, that is kind of a tricky question, because personally... Um, if I, if I don't think of something new, I think I'm boring. I know. Don't you love that? When you have that moment, when someone asks you that question, Yeah. what's new with you? I know. Well, okay. Before we get too far into our show, you are listening to Girlfriend at Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. And we are going to have more information about today's show and all the wonderful tips and tricks on our website at girlfriendit.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, so I want to go back to the question that you asked me, which is, what's new with you? Well, new is significant because it keeps things fresh and alive. And, you know, when we don't have new, sometimes you can really feel stuck. And when we feel stuck... I, I think we want to um, we want to get out of it. We just don't know how to get out of that, and we resist the change to embrace something new. Well, and you know, I don't know why so many times we feel like we resist change when so many times it's that very change that ushers in our dreams mm-hmm. and in something that opens up a whole new world of possibilities. But I think uh, for me personally, the real reason that I resist trying something new and I don't really prefer routine, but sometimes I do prefer routine because of fear. And we prefer it more than we think we do. Exactly. When we'd say, no, I don't like routine. I hate it. But yet we want to be impulsive and live on the edge, but you, you get caught up in that routine. Yeah. Well, and so many times the fear and so many times it's the fear of the unknown Mm because we don't know what we're stepping into or what is on the other side of new Mm -hmm. when we embrace that. And I thought that was interesting because it said studies suggest we fear an unknown outcome more than we do a known bad one. You have to kind of think about that one. You you, you really do have to ponder that. Yeah, and and that's so true. We we fear the unknown more than we fear something that isn't working already. Yeah, it's like there's a danger of not doing new, but yet we, once again, you get stuck if if you're not doing the new. And, and it sounds like we're talking in circles, but these are really significant comments if I do say so myself. <laughs> but when you do nothing, most likely it is because you are being lazy and we don't want to think of ourselves as being lazy and not taking the time to look around and ask what is working and what isn't. We don't want to take the time to be self-aware and go, okay, I'm not, I'm not happy with this. Maybe it's just a compartment in your life or this section of your life. But we're not going, what, what can we do differently here to change the outcome of what's taking well, place? Well, that self-awareness can be painful. 
if we don't like to go deep. I, I don't like to go deep. You've reminded <laughs> me that I don't. I, I kind of stay at a level. And you, you kind of force me. You give me that look sometimes, which I don't like that look, I'm going to say. But it's like it's hard to be self-aware and to go deep into our own, our own lives because if we discover something, perhaps it needs changing, we don't want to change. It means I have to do something about it if I discover or uncover something. Yeah, you ignore the warning signs uh-huh. that are taking place. And, that, and that's why it's easy just to call it what it is. It's, it's laziness. Because if I wake up and I'm going, okay, God, I want to give you this day. I want a new day, a new dawn. And, you, you know, before my feet touch the ground, it's like, God, this, this is yours. And then you start getting into the busyness and you should take that time. The routines. Yes. You want to be still and, and have that time just to, to, you know, do your devotions. It's spiritual discipline. Mm -hmm. And we, once again, you can easily get caught up in just getting your task done, but really it comes down to laziness and not doing what you you should be doing. It's, it's sometimes it's just not fun. It's not fun. And that's one of the things as we kind of, as we were preparing for this and talking about new and all the different elements and aspects of new, we kind of identified a few things. Like you just said, new isn't always fun because when you do something new, the, the thought of it, of the new thing and the outcome can be exciting, but then to go into it, to navigate through new requires well, sometimes a lot of sacrifice of your time and maybe money and even maybe relationships. You have to mm-hmm. say no to something to say yes to other things. And sometimes we don't, we're not willing to say no to our time or to um, our money to make a dream, a new dream happen. And another thing that we kind of identified that we kind of, we've had fun with this talking about new. So basically you're saying the show is all about new. <laughs> Pretty much. It's about new. We're going to back into that and we're going to, we're going to give specific things about what new looks like. And one of the things like new is sometimes old. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that a little bit longer, but new also has its issues. It does. Have we, its we've issues. had fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we were just doing a training in Florida and someone made a comment to us about kale and I'd heard of kale, but I guess I hadn't really ever thought of kale they were saying it's similar to broccoli. It's like the perfect food that you can eat. So, of course, you know me. I love, I definitely want the perfect food. You were, you were totally leaning into that conversation. <laughs> I, I knew if kale is a perfect food, it would not taste good. And you were all about, I'm going to embrace this perfect food. I'm going to have the perfect food. So I came home and I purchased this new perfect food. And, of course, I made you eat it every time well, you, you served me. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you go, hey, we're going to have a salad. And... You, you piled this bowl full of kale, and the first day I didn't know what I was eating. And how I would describe the – I don't know if all kale is like this, but the kale that you provided for me and served me was like leafy jerky. It was like thick, leafy thing that was like gnawing on a piece of jerky. I wasn't so much a huge fan of that. So you, you declared leaf jerky. Yes, and our sound engineer says that we have to bake it. So – Apparently, fresh kale is gross, according to her, and you're supposed to be. I fully agree with her. And you, try, in fact, you tried to serve it to me again yesterday, just this bowl of kale. And I looked at it and I said, I cannot do it. Can I at least have some shredded cheese or something on it? And you had nothing else to go with it. Like slivered almonds and cheese would have been better to get it down. 
I had to refuse it. Couldn't do it. Well, new does have its issues, I must say. But speaking of trying something new and tasty, I had decided, you know, you and I have this ongoing um, chili recipe that we always use. I'll have the neighborhood over and I do this taco soup and you've used it. I think last year you you actually won a prize and you claimed it, although it was my recipe that I'm going to... Because I modified it. <laughs> it wasn't totally. I added a few things to As it. As a matter of fact, you modified it. You said you modified it with barbecue sauce. So I thought you meant the whole bottle of barbecue sauce. So I I meant like two tablespoons. I went ahead and put the whole bottle in. Well, this year I decided to modify mine and try something new. And instead of having the can of pinto beans, I took a bag of pinto beans. You're going fresh. And my mom used to do that all the time. And now I wish I would have paid more attention to the things that she did in the kitchen. But I was going to go fresh and, you know, get away from using canned items, get, get more into the perfect food. Of course. And I... Let it set out all night because apparently you de- I remember my mom doing that, degassing it. And I, I don't know what, what possessed me to put it on Facebook, but I did. But I got all kinds of tips that you're supposed to put baking soda when you degas the beans. And then I put it in the crock pot with all these other, you know, ingredients. But what I did not realize. One little step. One little step is that you're supposed to boil the beans because it was really hard and crunchy. Yes. And I can attest that because yesterday you made me eat that. Now that I'm thinking about this, you made me eat fresh kale, which Carrie says is gross. So now I, <laughs> I feel justified. And you made me eat your your new concoction of chili um, that had crunchy pinto beans, I must say. But it was good flavor. But it had the crunchy beans. But I have to just laugh because you're talking about the whole chili thing. So I went to a chili cook-off last week. This is new as old. And you know, sometimes you try something new and you don't know how it's going to come out. So I was going to the, a chili cook-off and I thought, I'm going to try a whole new recipe. So I googled um, easy crock pot, delicious chili recipe, whatever. And I got this one. I had like 102 reviews. And so I made a brand new recipe for the first time without ever tasting it and took it to a chili cook-off. You want to ask me what I got? I, I already know. I know. What you got. I got the second place. I was so excited. It was really, it's a fluke. It and really is a fluke because I'm not a, a cook, but my new recipe got second place. And I get to taste it today, which, um, because I did put it on Facebook, a lot of our Facebook print friends challenged you to, to taste it. So they, they definitely have your tummy. <laughs> they really did. They, they knew that I needed some help with that. that but you, sometimes you just, you, you took the old and made it, tried to make it new. And I completely did something new. And I think my new worked better than your. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Christy <laughs> Lord, I, I just want to thank her for telling me to boil the beans, but it was obviously a little bit too late after I had this massive crock pot full of this taco soup. But <laughs> Well, new is misunderstood. And have you ever noticed um, when somebody is passionate about something, it it really is contagious. You kind of feed off their enthusiasm and their passion. I know you were just telling me about a new movie you went to, and you've made me want to go see it. Oh, yeah. Here comes the boom. It was such a cute movie. And I just, it seems like we don't have movies out there anymore where you can, you know, bring bring your family to. But one of the things that he did something new, not to give away the the movie, but he's a teacher. And through just his his passion, and um, he he had to do something new because they were trying to come up with money to save the music program. But it's just, it's funny with new, because sometimes you, you, the challenges of new, people want to copycat you. They want to poke holes in the new. They want to criticize what they don't understand. And this movie has all those components, all those elements, which is, is awesome because you can see doing something new 
can have a, a fabulous outcome if you're doing it with passion and you have a purpose and you have your heart's in the right place. Well, and you have to go into new relays and you probably are going to get criticized. You will be misunderstood. There will be issues with trying something new, but you can't let the fear of going into new stop you and rob you from, from keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes new is redefining what has been normal. And a lot of times we say you have to create a new normal. It's like, okay, life as we knew it is no longer going to be look like that. Like, for instance, when you experience a divorce or a loss of a relationship or job. So as we continue today, we're going to be talking about new and the change of new. And doing nothing is a choice, and it gets you to the goal of nothing if you decide to do that. So we want to challenge you to step into new, do something new. And again, we want to ask you the question. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Attention parents and teachers. Here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. A fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. With your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich. Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second Chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of Second Chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back to New. We are having a new conversation today about New. So 
as we mentioned earlier, new has its issues and new magnifies the old. And what I mean by that is, have you ever noticed like um, when you're like redecorating or, and you're just going to touch up something with paint or paint a new piece of furniture, when you add that new element, it totally magnifies the old. And then you start going, okay, now I've got to redo this part because it all starts tying in and you can't stop at one place because it so magnifies how how old the old is. Yes. And especially for, for those of us that are hitting in the, in the age a little bit as we get <laughs> every <laughs> birthday, every birthday that counts now, same thing. It's magnified when we're in meetings with the younger generation. It's so funny. Cause I can just look over across the room at you and it, it, it's, you know, we always say I'm talking to you in my head because they're over here talking about the, you know, social media technology, you know, even the phones, of, you know, what, what this could do and the capacity over here. And you really, when the new is in the room, you start feeling old and it's just so uh, magnified. It is magnified. And, and you, it's painful. It's painful and you need to know how to deal with it. Like it's, it's easy when you're decorating your home. Cause it's like, Oh, just, just add more paint or, you know, get a new lamp. But when it's you, how are you staying relevant? How are you keeping up and, and being new? Well, and it's interesting because we all see ourselves like 10 to 20 years younger than we really are. So I, we don't see ourselves as older until people open their mouth and we open our mouth and the reality <laughs> that we're older starts emerging. And we have fun with this, like, I must say, because we've learned there's a whole, like the whole terminology in tech. And I remember even when my daughter was in her teens and she would, you know, throw out certain, you know, like abbreviate or certain words and you'd go, I, I, you're talking another language. I don't know what you're saying. And now there's a, still another language we learned that is going on right well, it's now. It's like every five years, there's a, it's a whole different lingo. Um, it's funny now because of the t- uh, texting, abbreviated mm-hmm. and how they're using that in their conversations. Cause I know when my girls come in the room and they're talking to their friends, it's just, everything's abbreviated. Like instead of saying totally awkward, they say, Oh, that's totes. Ock. Totes. Ock. <laughs> or like parents is right. It's like everything has this abbreviation. So you have to like get in their dictionary, which by the way, um, I, to you when we were putting the, this show together that we need to talk about the, the DL because I hear them saying, you know, be in or keep it on the DL. And it was like, what's DL? And I thought they said, keep it on the download. <laughs> and you said, is it download or is it down low? And I'm like, well, so- Google that. <laughs> so when we go it, it was so funny because the DL, the download in the urban dictionary, actually, um, it does mean keeping something between you and someone else, um, also known as a secret, but it also is talking about when, um, you know, homosexuality and when I coming coming out of the closet and that's the big DL. So we were like, all right, that's not really applied. We say, let's, let's talk about the DL. And then I, I thought, okay, but LD, I've also thought I've heard that. Down. So we went to see what lowdown means, and it actually <laughs> means an adult attempting to to say the phrase DL, but they're saying it wrong and saying <laughs> lowdown. Let's let's talk about the LD. So in other words, you're embarrassing yourself by trying to be yeah. relevant. It's like not so much. <laughs> so 
new of trying to keep up with the lingo and trying to go from old to, to staying new, don't don't try it. Well, we have saying. even asked Carrie, our sound engineer, like we we go, okay, we somebody texts us this, and I think you know, and we'll ask her what does that mean, and she she will enlighten us a little bit, and I think we've even stumped her once or twice with a couple of things the, that she the didn't know. icons like what does DX mean, and yeah. <laughs> whole other thing of the emoticons, which that, that's fun. And there's a whole other language because it's those little, you know, um, those textual portrayals of a writer's mood or the facial expression in the form of icons. And we use icons all the time now, all over the place. Yes. Well, it was funny because as we were talking about it, my 11-year-old is in the other room and she immediately, you said something about emote. And I thought you were talking emo like goth. And she immediately says, oh, yeah, emoticons. And I'm like, how does an 11-year-old already know the term and is so familiar with it? And it's the first time I'm even hearing it. I I do youth camp all the time. This year, you you were there as well. And the big thing at church camp was YOLO. They, they had shirts that said YOLO. And they do chants that say YOLO. And... We're looking at each other going, are they saying yellow? What? <laughs> what? And it's you only live once. And that is the big, I guess, term of the year because you're hearing YOLO all the time. Tags, yes. Have a great summer. <laughs> totally different hags. connotation for us. We don't say hags. I want to say hags, but now that it's have a great summer. All right. So it really is understanding the new because it is misunderstood. Yes. And if you're coming from a different lens, you can totally misunderstood, misunderstand the new and hear it completely different. So and you'll it, have your issues. You and, will and have your issues. very archaic. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because new drives people. On one hand, people that don't want to stay in a rut and they want to have the latest and the greatest. And so people will do amazing things for new, like stand in long lines for the newest iPhone 5 or the iPad mini. I, I know that like there's a new movie premiere oh, coming out. The movie premiere, I think it's on the sixteenth for the, the Twilight, the you know, the new moon or the whatever I forget what it is. Um, because I'm old. <laughs> Staying relevant. But I uh, yeah, like the, the neighborhood or I should say the hood is going out and telling the rents that they will be there at midnight. But they start in line like at six o'clock at night waiting for the new Movie. Exactly. I think it's New Dawn, actually. I know. Okay. <laughs> a couple of questions here. How do we pass on from the old to the new? And I don't really like going into this, but I feel like we need to because it really is significant. It's significant with a lot of the conversations we're having with women today that are feeling like they're, they need to look at life through a new lens. And I feel more like I lean toward the old than the new sometimes, which I hate because in my mind, I still think I'm 30. But then the reality in the mirror is very different than that, sadly. Well, and you, you're not ready to, you know, they use the term put out to pasture. I'm not ready to pass the baton. I'm not ready to feel inadequate, feel that, you know, everything up to this point, it's like you, you've, you, you're done. Yeah. Going, okay, as a best. I could have, you know, really made a difference in life. Is that behind me now? Mm-hmm. And so we really have to deal with those emotions and we have to go, how are we helping each other out? How are we blowing that pixie stick underneath the, your wings to, you know, cheer each other on? So, you don't, so we don't feel inadequate. So we don't feel 
you know, that the young is pushing us out and we're feeling archaic. Well, exactly in the past, you know, couple of weeks with, with different women that have done, that are high leaders, that organizations and nonprofits and ministries and having these gut honest conversations about, okay, now I don't know what the next chapter looks like. And I need to let go of certain things and embrace new. And I'm not sure I want to embrace this new chapter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to, and I encourage those that are coming up behind me. So you're kind of in that place of redefining and repackaging what what a new season of life can look like. And it can be painful because you have to get into those, those raw emotions and let go of some things that maybe you've really held on to. Well, you, you realize that your self-worth is tied up. Your identity is tied up in what you do, even though you can verbally say it over and over again, that, you know, my identity is I'm an ambassador for Christ and it's who I am in the Lord. And yet all of a sudden you might be your, your revenue, you know, that you're bringing mm-hmm. your income that you're bringing in might have it's lowered or maybe non-existent now. And you start going, wow, I didn't realize I put my identity in all of who I am and what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And when that, that role has been displaced, misplaced, um, it's, you have to go back to who am I? And it doesn't mean that you're done. I mean, even in scripture, it doesn't talk about retirement. Mm-hmm. And so you need to see how, what, what, what your role looks like now. Well, the things that you have spent your time on, how do you just repackage that? How do you bring along others be, behind you that are coming in to really encourage and empower them at the same time, using your giftedness and your time and your time and your temperament to go forward. And it just maybe look differently. And sometimes I think, we look at different and say that's bad, but different doesn't have to be bad. Different can be good, and it can be a whole new arena, a whole new possibilities and opportunities. It is how we look at it and how we go into it. But I have to have those conversations with each other and going deeper, which it's always a challenge for me, which you look at me and go, go, what are you really we got to give each other permission to go, this is what I'm really feeling today. Yes. And, and encourage each other to say even to each other, this is what I see in you. Yes. And to grieve. It's okay to look at this and go, yeah, did, you know, God has, has, you know, used me and such amazing. And I was on this fabulous adventure participating with him. And now I happen to be at this season, but God is going to do amazing things. And you're still on a fabulous adventure. Mm-hmm. It just might look differently. And what the biggest problem that we see, and also, like you said, in, in these women that, that we're meeting the attitude change. Mm-hmm. You really have to go, no, my, my best years aren't behind me. I, you know, I, I venture with God and God is going to do great and amazing things. And I really do think it's so important in this season to surround yourself with those people that are going to blow the pixie stick underneath your wings. <laughs> This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. 
Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, mobile marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Okay, we are back. And we have been talking about new, getting out of rut, staying relevant with new. And now we want to talk about the new old. <laughs> or in other words, everything old is new again, which... I know you you love your garage sailing because uh, you we we definitely believe in your trash is someone else's treasure and their old is your new mm-hmm. yesterday's hits or today's classic classic and you know Ecclesiastes one nine talks about there is nothing new under the sun and yet we're always looking for the new yeah and basically we just sometimes we just need to be reminded. Because it's easy to forget. And they say, like, even in advertising, it's called the effective advertising frequency. It say that you need to hear a message or see something anywhere from 13 to 20 times before you consider buying it. And it's like, you have to be inundated because we have, there's so much noise around us mm-hmm. um, and, and chatter and visual images that it, we, it, we get into the overload and, and nothing really registers. So you really have to be distinctive and stand out. And, and to get your message of new across, it really have to be creative Yeah, with a lot well, of that. It's so fun to talk about being creative. I know um, as we are getting older, the new that's coming in right now is that whole retro look. And uh, your daughter-in-law just had a picture of her baby on uh, this chair that seriously was if it was my mom's chair in, in my living room, except back then it was covered in plastic. <laughs> like, I think we're going, who would buy that? Who thinks that that chair is, is cute or attractive and wants it in their 
home at all because we just got rid of all that stuff. Well, you know, it's so funny because it, because Michelle got this at a garage sale. I remember when she got, she called me, she took a picture, sent it to me. She loves, loves, loves this chair. And it is a really cool chair, but for a different generation, yeah, we go that grew up with. Yeah. And so it represents a grandma's chair to this generation. It's like the coolest thing. It yeah. is like, it's new. So it's, that's that old that's been morphed into new. So it's so new to them. And it is a cool chair, but it just, it evokes a different emotion. Yeah. For, yeah. for and it does for them. Well, it's, it's like, you talk about old coming back. And a lot of it is just, it's old is coming back, repackaged, redefined mm-hmm. with, a, with a new look to it. Like, with shopping the season for Christmas, they're bringing back, remember the days when we grew up with layaway? I hear my mom using layaway oh, yeah. all the time. All the, stores. the time. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you don't hear about it. It's like such a foreign concept, but they are actually bringing back free layaway and loyalty perks in stores. So you can buy something, have them hold it for you. And that's all, that's old coming back in as new. I actually am excited about the layaway because I think there's something about not getting the item until you have it paid off. Because we, we live in a, in a culture where it's like we just buy now and we pay later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, because then it's not new anymore. So you're ready to buy something else that's new and you still haven't paid for your old new. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So wait on it and then pay for it. And then you get your new item. Well, we're talking about new today and we're, di- we're dividing it into different elements of new. And just telling you, sometimes, we, you know, it's easy to get stuck in ruts and in routines. And we just have to have a new perspective, a new attitude, a new lens on looking at something. And sometimes... All it takes is looking at something that already exists that maybe we consider old, but giving it a new twist, a new look, and and that everything for us. And it doesn't have to be something you have to invest a lot of money or a lot of energy to to totally recreate new. It's just repackaging the old and, and taking it. Like an example, Here, here's like a challenge. Have you you like you look at your house and you go, oh, I need to to update my decor. You just want a fresh start. Or you overwhelming because you go okay that does that mean i need all new furniture all new you know um lamp and chandeliers or you know knickknacks or paint sometimes it can be just simple as moving something you have like i the other day i moved a lamp from one room to the other and put like a a little or made it into a different arrangement it totally changed the room yeah. and you added one you added a new pillow that you got one that simple thing changed the whole feel of a room and kind of gave it a whole new up, you know, a new look. It was simple and it didn't cost money. And I took the my bathroom cabinets I had redone. I took the old cabinet doors and painted them and distressed them, gave them that sanded, fatigued look because my daughter is doing her room in a Paris French feel to it. And, uh, I, I glued picture frames on this cabinet door and little knobby that she can hang her necklaces on. I, you know, Pinterest has a lot of great ideas, and we want to put some of those ideas even on our um, our website to just how you can take the old and make it new just to give you that, that fresh look. And we also want to challenge you to do that even in your, in your wardrobe. You know, when we're talking about new and taking the old and morphing it, there's so many ways you can apply this concept. And we talked about, like, decorating, moving something, something simple, like, Adding paint to something. I know, Patty, you said you, you took your, um, you took a frame, your, your cabinet doors, and you 
you, they were their old ones. Instead of throwing them away, discarding them, you, you put a, a whole new coat of paint and you use them as a decor item for a newly updated bedroom for your daughter. Yeah, and, you know, just just doing that, looking around and seeing what you have, that maybe you can change it up. And even if you're not crafty, um, have a girlfriend come along and, and help you out. And we also want to challenge you, even in your with your wardrobe. I know, Beast, you and I, when we were at a conference, uh, we had a gal that said she goes into your closet and she puts, you know, like enough for a week, seven outfits together, and... Um, it helps you, like, I know when we're traveling, it's nice to get, like, one tone, stay with one color code, so you can, it's easier to pack. But so many times we go, we purchase new things, and we go, oh, this shirt looks really cute, so we buy it, and we have nothing to, to wear it with. So really just to take that challenge of going into your wardrobe and literally shopping, shopping in your own closet, and put, like, three outfits together to make new, and maybe it's adding an accessory to make it, you know, feel new and fresh, adding a scarf or, you know, adding some type of jewelry or, or doing something, but go in there and put outfits together with what you have in your closet. Well, and that is, it really goes back to just having a new perspective or new lens and how you look at things, and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money, and it doesn't have to be, like, time and labor intensive, but... You know, sometimes just those physical changes of transforming old to new, like we've been talking about, whether it's a wardrobe or whether it's a piece of furniture or it's a room decor, that sometimes can be easy. But what we're talking about is going when we have to apply it to our life, to maybe an attitude, to maybe a lifestyle that we're going, okay, I have to now adopt and adapt to new in my life because I've just had a circumstance, whether it's a loss of a job, our loss of a relationship or something that's happened, a circumstance in our life, and I have to take what was once kind of old and familiar, and I have to change into something new going forward, and this is a new normal, and just kind of giving an update, and that's what's really hard, going down inside of ourselves to see where that is and and how we can change that and morph that, and like we said earlier, Patty, we're talking about how fear so many times stops us and robs us from embracing new and moving forward into that. And it keeps us stuck in, in a rut and in a place where we don't really want to be. But fear can be, can be very paralyzing, and it doesn't allow us to go forward. And so we, we choose the old as opposed to going into new or to changing the old into something new so many times. Well, and, and we, we're about ready to go into a commercial break, so we want you to hold that thought. But one of the things, too, Lise, like you said, just with fear, is not really understanding who you are and being all of you all of the time. Even when considering the new you, you sometimes are wearing a mask and switching from one false mask for another that merely just covers up the truth with another facade. And we need to reinvent yourself if you want that fresh look, the fresh start. Um, but you need to, to, once again, surround yourself with other people who can breathe into you. So hold that thought. We are going to take a quick break.
This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Juliana is certified as a life coach who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you. Here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on Juliana and her show, check out her website, connectwithjuliana.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune into Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back to Girlfriend It. We are talking today about what is new with you. And all things new, there is a great quote that was new to us by Renee Burry. One of these days, I'm going to publish a book of all the pictures I did not take. And uh, that's just such a great thing to ponder on of, um, you know, what are we doing? Is there something new you are not doing? Is there a book of pictures waiting to be published? And uh, I know for me, I have tons and tons and tons of pictures in a, in a closet that I keep saying that I'm going to get to. And we always have these things that we're, we're going to get to. And what's it going to take for us to finally just make it happen? And so, for least for you and I, you know, on a personal level, this topic of new has been very challenging for us on several levels. And we finally looked at each other and said, okay, we can talk about new all we want, but what about this? whole show are we taking to heart and are we challenging ourselves with on what we can do that that's new and I know um, as we're peeling back the the onion peeling back these layers of where we can work on ourselves I know for me I I have a tendency to want new all the time that that's one of my issues 
is maybe not always going for new. I want the new day. I, you know, like I said, waking up in the morning going, okay, God, I give you this day. I want this new day, new dawn, and I have this new excitement and this new thrill. And I always want that. I like live for that new thrill. And sometimes it's okay just to have maintenance, to just maintain what was new and grow that rather than always anticipating that next new or you get like so bored so quickly. So I need to work on the the maintenance of the new of what I already have and what, what's already existing. And well you know what's so funny is our temperaments really came out when we were doing this. <laughs> Asking you these questions. Like you said, you started going into I want new, I want the excitement, I want the thrill all the time. I don't want to maintain, I don't want the old and even your personality is is one that you will just start and get rid of things easier then I will. I like to yes. hold on to things a little bit more because it's sentimental or it has possibilities. I never know when I might use it. And so I can organize little piles and little things, and I, I literally need somebody to come alongside me and go, get rid of that. You don't need that. And I'm not a hoarder at all, and it's like so my, it's, I don't have clutter. I can't stand clutter. But it's like certain things I will hold on to just for the sake of sentimentality, and I need you or my daughter or somebody to come along and go, you don't need that. Get rid of that. It's served its purpose. And and so even as we were thinking about these questions, and, and you you said that, and I go, okay, I don't know. Okay, so the new, what does that mean to me? And I started I started talking. You're like, okay, go deeper with that. Go deeper. And it goes back to it is so hard to be self aware and 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 understand kind of our nature and what how this to apply this. And so I think for a lot of our listeners out there, you may be finding yourself too going. I'm still thinking about this. I don't know what this means to me. I don't know what um, embracing something new can look like or letting go of the old. I don't know really how to how to absorb that insight. And so it's a lot to think through in some ways, but it's been really fun um, to really think through just the application of new. Well, and, I, and once again, it's... This, I, I do not like challenges. I think that so many times they seem geeky, cheesy, manufactured, and we are all about challenging <laughs> other people. So it's funny because then I go, okay, we need to challenge each other. We need to stop, like look in the mirror and go, okay, God, what new do you want in me? And, and we really do have to ponder that and go, if we are the same that we were last year, and, and we are not growing, and we are not, you know, each day we're supposed to be a, a new creature in Christ, a new creation. If we're not looking in the mirror going, okay, God, what's new? Then we really are going to get stuck. So we, we do want to challenge you, exactly like you said, Lise, to really peel back and go deeper and, and look in the mirror and say, okay, what am I supposed to do? Each day, what am I going to do today to keep growing and to keep being fresh and, and new? And we have all kinds of fun challenges. I know, uh, Lise, you challenged me, which this, <laughs> this is just hysterical, because you, you do this so, so much that it's looking in the mirror and putting the mirror up to you right now. Um, but you said, you know what, let's get going earlier on our Christmas decorations this year because last year we were scrambling because we ended up traveling, and, and we, we same thing, we're going to be traveling this, this season. So it's like, okay, we've got to get on it. So what was your little challenge you gave me? <laughs> well, I think, I think it was something like this. 
I'm not sure because I don't like this mirror reflection, but I think it's sad because we're going to be traveling the end of, of November and we like to both enjoy, it takes us a few days to put up our decorations and we like to enjoy the whole month of December with our Christmas decor. So I said, let's even put it up, our tree and start getting our, our decor up before Thanksgiving because we both are gone at Thanksgiving on the week after. So that way when we come back from our travels, the house is ready for us. It's a magical season. So I think I was giving you a countdown like this fall. I'd go, okay, you know, in a month, it's, it's going to be time to get your tree out. And, and then it was like, okay, in two weeks, it's time to get your tree out. So I go over to your house last week, and I think it was like the day before or two days before Halloween, and you have your tree up in your front <laughs> room. There's no decorations on it, but your tree is up. I you it. gave me a date. I said, you I see Tom and I see Christmas trees. <laughs> you said after or the day after Halloween, we are putting our Christmas trees up. You didn't uh-huh. say, oh, mid-November. It was a date. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take that challenge. And sure enough, I, I followed through on it. And, and, of course, my entire family was mocking me. They were closing the window so no one could see that, <laughs> that there was Christmas tree up in the window, and my daughter is totally humiliated because she's doing this big birthday bash, and I have a Christmas tree up. <laughs> so, so I'm taking quite the fact for your challenge. <laughs> well, and it goes back to our temperaments. We were laughing because your tree is up. I am putting my tree up. I declare to you yesterday, I mean, we're going to put up Sunday night. And I'm going to work on it Monday. That I kind of planned that, declared that. And once again, it goes back to our temperaments. Well, I'll put it out there. I'll put the challenge. And then I'll keep talking about it, and you'll do it. And so we were laughing at that, going, I'm the one that kept reminding you, putting the challenge out there, and then you're the one with the tree up. And I love it. It's so, I bet it's painful. It goes back to well, it's just so funny because aware. I, it, I'm so task-oriented, and I want those, those results, which isn't always good to be so result oriented that you you know, you put everything else aside <laughs> as you as you move forward. So um it's something well, we were that we, we were trying something new and getting up the, our decor earlier than normal. So just kind of changing the schedule a little bit, which I still plan on doing that. I'll keep talking about it until I do it and I'll have to make sure you see it all up ahead of time to know that I really did it. But it's so it but it goes back to we can talk about doing something new or we can do something new. And so many times it we allow distractions and just the busyness of life and other things to interrupt and to get us off course from truly stepping into and doing something new. And I am proud of you because you did put your tree up on schedule like I challenged us to do, and there it is. But I if you need to tell my family. <laughs> I, I will. I'll stick up for you. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take one for the team for you. <laughs> well, we, but it's come to the point. Where we want to challenge our listeners out there, challenge you and you're new. And this, it, it's complicated because we can't just, we're not sitting down with you one-on-one to go, okay, where are you? Where are you when you're staring in the mirror? What part of the new in you do you need to, to look at? And are you allowing God to work the new in you? And so as we discussed earlier, we resist change so many times, and it's because of fear. It's, it's fear of the unknown. And, and I know it, it even goes back to, um, I can't help but think of a story with, with my daughter. One time we were out in the river, and we were getting ready to kayak. 
and she was standing there. All of us were, were already in the water, and we were having a blast because so many times as, as you're, you're jumping in and you're diving into things, it, it can be a lot of fun. And she stood there on the rock. She wouldn't go in the water because of fear. And it was just the fear of the unknown. She didn't know, you know, what, what was underneath the, the waters. And finally there was, there was a kid her age that was behind her, and we kept trying to coax her in the water. Come on, get in, get in. This is fun. You can do it. And he looked at us like, can I shove her in? And we went ahead and said, hmm, okay. <laughs> and he pushes her in. He shoves her in the water. And... I'll never forget because after that day, at the end of the day, she said, Mom, this was one of the best days of my life. And so sometimes you really do need someone to shove you in, shove you into the new and, and be there to, to, you know, not only coax you in, to, to really get you to go beyond the, the, that, that fear there. So we're just challenging you right now. We want to shove you in. That is fear stopping robbing you from trying something new? Um, are you surrounding yourself? Or maybe it's you, that you're your own worst critic. You're asking all those questions, you know, what if I fall? What if someone doesn't like it? Um, we just continuously have the that, that self-talk that um, we laugh because we have to put that, that inner critic in time out. Like literally not listen to it anymore. Focus on, on the positive and really do an attitude adjustment. Well, absolutely. And I love how you've said all that. And, like, sometimes you just need a push, like like you said with Kaylee, and just getting in the water And because we won't take the first step ourselves. And, and, and just a question we just want to ask as we, as we leave uh, our show today. Are you standing on the edge of a dream? Are you looking forward and you're going, ah, should I, shouldn't I? What does it look like? Are you standing on, on the edge of an opportunity that's just right there in front of you, but you're just stuck and you're afraid to, to step out and to grab hold of that? We just want to just challenge you to just become more self-aware of where you're at and where you want to go and what can that look like. And, and challenge yourself to step out, to risk, to get past some fears, to embrace something new. And maybe it looks like repackaging old. And just remember, uh, new will have its issues, new will be misunderstood, and new will be your worst critic sometimes. But take the step, go forward, and go into new. Um, that's, there's, there's new opportunities waiting for you. Thanks for joining us today. Visit our website for more information and tricks, and have a great day. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the 